It's the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast with Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey, welcome back to Hats Off Gloves Off. Thank you to Jessica Tilly for uh, voicing the new intro for you boys. It's I, Mitchell Phillips. That's Spencer Callender. Hey, what up? Hey, brother. Or it could be Jennifer Tilly voicing the Bride of Chucky, because that's kind of robotic a little bit. And isn't she the voice of Bride of Chucky? Or she's she just does in like, Bride of Chucky? No, that's when like her voice got even like old, more old lady raspy on top of just being Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. And she was playing a demon or a serial killer's lady. Yeah, I don't really remember, but it was a fun movie. Yeah, yeah, no, because you met like you always have those ladies that like fall in love with a guy that's on death row. Yeah, but she fell in love with that guy after he was already inside the body <laughs> of, of a, a doll. Yeah, I don't even remember. Um, but I believe it. Those... Yeah, it's not really worth a rewatch. Yeah, absolutely. It was like not. a fun high school date, I think. For I always keep wanting to age rewatch age. Leprechaun, and then I'm like, "There's a lot of good films out there." Leprechaun. I, I was going to show my girlfriend. I was like, we got to watch the Leprechauns. At least like the first four. Until you get to like Back to the Hood. And then... Well, you got to watch Up Until the Hood one. Yeah, and yeah. And then you're done. Yeah, after that, it's whatever. But then I just looked up like the synopsis of all of them. And I'm like, eh, Jennifer Aniston's in the first one. Let's just watch the second one. Yeah. <laughs> Where the kid drives like the hearse tour around LA. But it's actually shot... It's like clearly shot in like Winnipeg. But they're like, I'm just in the valley, babe. I like those ones. Because I like those ones, especially when they're good movies. Like I uh, I was watching Den of Thieves. I was super into. But yeah. the more it went it's on, a good flick. the more I kept being like, this movie's super LA in the way where they're like, all right, we're in Carson right now. We're in San Pedro. But there were no palm trees. And I like as the movie went yeah. on... At the one point, there was a big shootout, and I looked around. I'm like, no fucking way, because a train went by. I'm like, no train in L.A. looks like that. It was no. a, like the light rail. Just clearly in Vancouver. Georgia. <laughs> yeah. It was in Atlanta. <laughs> and what got me, too, is they were in a, a bank robbery, and there was a chicken joint in the background. I'm like, I would know that chicken joint if that was anywhere in L.A. It looks good. Nope. I know for a goddamn fact there are no crepes east of the 405. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so this is hats off, gloves off. Hats off to those that deserve it. And uh, that's a pat on the back. And gloves off to those who deserve it. That's a pat on the fanny. Um, basically, we dish out justice, the good and the bad. Um, first of all, I'm going to do a quick one. Hats off to... Um, Hats off to you, sir. Uh, on my way here, I'm, I'm just sitting in traffic getting off at Highland. And I look over, and there's a lady in a Jeep Wrangler, like hot, younger chick. Yeah. And then I see her pull up like a jack-in-the-box cup and she just had a lipper in oh <laughs> this fucking smoking hot early 20 something and she was just had that lip candy going strong i don't think I, i've ever seen anyone attractive i've seen like good-looking guys who dip but never yeah. a girl no it, oh well i came from shit kicker country we had like three girls okay yeah that's... there was three girls where it's like i'd fuck her but like i can't kiss her because i know she just had some chaw in <laughs> yeah i Cha's disgusting, man. When I was a kid, I had a hockey coach who dipped, and if like it would be an intense part of the game, we'd be losing. He'd like yell in all our faces, oh. but he'd be like three inches from us, and yeah. it just. I remember thinking, like, you just smell like a barn. Your mouth smells like a barn. <laughs> so hats off to her. And then in high school, it was New Year's, and my buddy and I, uh, we were way into cigarettes at the time, and our New Year's resolution was to die by the year two thousand three. Okay, was, we're like ringing in 2002. So he's double fisting cigarettes, and I dip and start smoking at the same time. But I also had braces. It was just really, yeah. Really I remember gross. one time in high school we were uh, playing beer pong like at a party, and my friend Cody 
was smoking a cigar and a cigarette, and he had a dip in. And he's just like, and he put this cigarette in his cigar hand to shoot the fucking beer Dang. pump. But yeah, he was a dirty kid. Yeah, it sounds like Shout it. Shout out Cody sure. Miller. Uh, he, uh, his sister, uh, her friend, or like, I guess previously friend, because they had a falling out, you know, the two hot chicks in a small town, was the one that dipped. But Cody, he would pick up dog shit with his bare hands. Like when the dog shit in the house, he would just pick it up barehanded. He's a nasty fella. Yeah, sounds like it. Also, not a very good dog trainer. No, no, no. He can't, he showed up to my friend Anthony's wedding. Everybody's in like, I'm in the wedding somewhere in like a suit. Everybody's at, at least tie. You know, if you don't have a jacket, it's at least tie, tied up. And then uh, he showed up in like uh, like a pit stained, like short sleeve button up and like a uh, like a sweat-stained Boston Red Sox hat. He's like, uh, hey, good to see you guys. It's like, hey, man, this is still an occasion. Yeah, yeah, we're still, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like when someone, the only guy wearing like a, a San Diego Chargers hat in a nice steakhouse or something. Yeah. Speaking of weddings real quick, this was not planned, but I got a gloves off. Our uh, My boy Keenan's getting married. Woo! Hats off to you, sir. Does the move where he asked me to be, you know, one of the groomsmen in his bridal party. Uh-huh. And then he throws me for a loop, Keenan being super progressive and all. He uh, wanted to ask. He's like, yeah, also Bonnie. Our friend Bonnie's going to be in the party. And I was like, all right, cool. You're going to have a girl in there. And then like two weeks later, he hits me up and goes, hey, I'm actually not going to have Bonnie. I'm going to have uh, your ex-girlfriend be in the bridal party. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so he's having one of my ex-girlfriends. In the bridal party, and he asked me if I was cool with that, but it was one of those, like, your answer better be yes immediately. He asked me if I was cool with it, and then I just responded, like, uh, let me think on that. This is not your day, Spencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just comes out, like, you got to get over her, man. Like, he hit me up with all this stuff. Like, it was a long time ago. I was like, no. She's going to make you guys come out together? She's fucking crazy. (laughs) I'm totally over it. I was just more thinking of my lady. Like, yeah. But anyway... No one cares, but it was just, no. uh, we, I'm like, really? You're going to be super progressive and then throw my ex in there? So we're going to be standing next to each other? Because there's only three of us. Mm-hmm. So you know it's going to go, boy, girl, boy. Yeah. Anyway, it's not that big of a deal. I just thought it was weird. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I think we've done a wedding app. I did a... Yeah, we did a full wedding episode. F- my friend uh, Cody, his wedding, he got married like six months after high school because he was going into the he's trying to go to the marines but he had like the marines posters and everything and then they're trying like, yeah and then because they wouldn't let him in because he had tattoos so he went into the navy because like the navy will let you in you just have to like write an essay for each tattoo and we were like punk hardcore kids so he just had like you know a squirrel tattooed on his inner thigh and shit every just, marine like, has tattoos yeah they brothers when yeah when you get in after you get in, yeah, yeah yeah but um his uh his lady to be was giving me shit. She's like, "Oh, Mitch, where's your gift?" But I, they were uh, she was pregnant, so I bought her a star. I named a star after her. And yeah. I, just, I just hammered like seventeen year old Mitch. It's like, sorry, I would have brought the present, but it would have incinerated our planet. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, all right. Do you have any uh, real tops? Yeah, I got great topics. What do we got? Well, there was a. Let's go for a just a fun one. Little hats off. Hats off to you, sir. It, uh, I had this one last week, but we ran out of time, so it's a little old. But at Penn State, there was uh, on campus there was this Taco Bell. Penn what State, do do? yeah, Penn State, and they shut it down abruptly. Is this some kind of setup or something? What I'm, I'm just on my way to the beach. Yeah, that's appropriate. <laughs> um, and they shut it down, so all the students held this held a candlelight vigil to the dead Taco Bell. 
They're su- <laughs> they're super bummed. They're college students. It's like a Saturday night, so it's just like let's yeah. just party outside of the Taco Bell. That's really what it is. Is oh, this is our excuse to drink tonight. Yeah, but it was it was great because there was a comment board of thousands of comments like. And this is what our generation's coming to. This is the future of America. No wonder our country's in decline, all this stuff. It's like, didn't you guys just date rape girls when you guys were in college? These people See, are. I told you this guy wasn't cool. <laughs> these people are just hanging out, drinking outside of Taco Bell. It's a funny thing. Yeah. And then, like, the actual Penn State students are on there and they're like, bro, there's a Taco Bell like five minutes off campus. This is just a fun thing for us to do. Yeah. But the amount of people who were. It's just stupid internet comments. Like, so many people were livid about it. Like, when I went to college, we didn't do that shit. It's like, no, you roofied people, and you beat yeah. up homos. Like, we've seen we've seen all of your movies, Animal yeah, House, yeah. Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. It's all just, like, tricky sex it's and uh, pervious, panty raids. Yeah, the perviest shit ever. <laughs> and, yeah, and then they, didn't, they don't even put in the part where they, like, beat up the black guys, and they beat up the gay people. Yeah. And they wouldn't let black people in their frats and, and this stuff is, like that. This is a paddle that my fraternity gave to me. Don't ask me what I did with it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little memento of my raping days. Yeah, you're just bum. You guys didn't have. To no, you just want to be part of it. It's the same thing. I mean, I got, I railed at it, but it's the same thing as like the Popeyes chicken sandwich on a much smaller scale. But people are like, "Oh, this is a thing that's happening." It's like I want to see a Titanic in theaters. Yeah, or like how everyone just has to do the dab move, and when you look at it, you're like, "You." Dummy, let your child do it. It's for children. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, ah, he's trying to relate to his son. Or that other one where they go like this and they skip on their. Oh leg. yeah, yeah, they That's do bad that. pod, but they fling their arm up and down yeah. aggressively for the and, audio listeners. Skip. You're doing the like the one legged hop and you're extending your arm and your other leg at the same time. Yeah, first is the dab, then the arm crank. Anyway, yeah. and then there's the nene, I believe. Yeah, my day it was it was the soldier boy, the crank that. Okay, the fucking. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a cool one. I like that one. Um, and then the Dougie. The Dougie was a big one. Which one's the Dougie? I don't know. Let's get some video up of the Dougie. Re- refresh my memory on the, <laughs> the Dougie. The Dougie dance? Yeah, I don't know if we really ha- I mean, we... Well, then those started it. Because then... Oh, there was the Jerk. You're a jerk. I know. You're a jerk. I know. There was the Macarena at one point. Teach me how to Dougie. Teach, teach me how to Dougie. Yeah, I don't need another Dougie. Yeah, but the dab know. one's huge because uh, anyone can do a dab. Yeah. Well, it caught on so hard because that was the first time six-year-olds had cell phones. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But even still, I mean, the dab is old. And every time I go to a Dodger game, they're all doing it on the Jumbotron. Yeah, there it is. It's kind of just kind of like... Ooh, that a, was, that, that's a cool tumbling move. I like that. No, that's just... That's daggering. <laughs> is that what it's called? Or are you making it No, up? daggering is the, like a Caribbean dance where you just... Uh, it's like simulated very hardcore sex. Where you like jump off of mailboxes and like land your pelvis on the chick's ass. Oh, okay. I yeah. don't know why you have to jump. It's called daggering. Yeah. Graphic Jamaican daggering. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's inappropriate. I understand. Well, it it can, like d- so it's like parkour and grinding? Kind of. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's just close. It's the gnarliest dry humping. She's holding a walker? Who'd they steal that from? <laughs> the video the guy's grinding on her and she's holding a walker <laughs> and she's young. Oh, he's doing push-ups on her lower back. Caribbeans are fucking maniacs. Like, when I hear about the shit they do, yeah, they're not a... There's 75 million people on an island the size of Reseda. Me Too hasn't hit there yet, because these women... Oh, and it's not gonna. That's why they did Firefest down there. (laughs) You can suck dick for a case of water. It's not even dancing. He's just... (laughs) He's just 
jumping off the half stacks trying At to At least land. she's landing on him on that one. All the other ones is basically the guys doing like pile drivers onto the women. That looked like an Eddie Murphy movie where he was stuck underneath a giant black lady. <laughs> like, oh, somebody help me. All right, check that out online. All right, cool. So good for you, Penn State. Let's get some positive. I haven't heard much news from Penn State, period, in a while. Also, Let's get some fun stuff. First of all, like, uh, college had to make general concessions. You know what I mean? Like, hey, stop raping, obviously. We talked about that. But then also, it's like... Racism? Yeah, but like, a couple years ago, these guys got heat because like, on like, frat row as you pull into town. Like, oh, yeah, because the guys are know, like, yeah. hey, dads, drop your daughters off here. Yeah. We'll show them around. And people got in trouble for that. But it's like... You're gonna. You have to let 19 year old men and sometimes cool chicks do whatever it, the fuck they want to do. It's a funny joke. Yeah, that one. That's just like drinking at a Taco Bell is is like the most mild. And like, if you don't let them do that, you don't want to get the 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 swing back of that pendulum. Speaking of drinking at Taco Bell, I discovered we're going there on a road trip. Check out a Taco Bell in Pacifica, California. Oh, it is, is this that cantina? It's a cantina for sure, but I wanted to go to the Vegas cantina. This one, it's not near the ocean. It's on the ocean. What? It is insane. Pacifica, In the background, California? it's all surfers right there. It's six and a half hours away. We got to go. Where is Is that like Santa Cruz? I, I think Pacifica? A lo- I think it, I've never heard of Pacifica either, but I think it's like in between Santa Cruz and San Fran. It's unreal. Looks like the Krusty Krab. People are saying it's the nicest restaurant in Pacifica. So maybe Pacifica's like <laughs> a white trash beach town or no, something. Yeah, it was like Harry's surf shop for 47 years. And then they had one month where they couldn't pay their electric bill. And Taco Bell just like, oh, we'll take that location. Yeah. Anyway, so. Yeah, it's not Neptune's Net, but I'd love to go. I think it's better than Neptune's Net. I've been to Neptune's Net. It's just fried shrimp. Did they shoot Fast and the Furious at that Taco Bell no, in Pacifica? But there's still time. They're going to be like Pacifica's nine more. Pacifica's about family. It's all about family. <laughs> um, all right, I got shit. Let's let's do a hats off here. Hats off to you, sir. <laughs> so this guy in um fuck, I forget where it is. The first link. Um, where is this? Macomb? Where's Macomb? Is that New Jersey? Uh-oh, getting inundated with ads here. Um, okay, so anyway, I don't, it doesn't really matter. It's not pertinent. Michigan. So this, Michigan, Macomb, Michigan. Oh, that's right, because it was Detroit. Okay, so this guy, um, so a guy, um, his girlfriend faints, I believe. So she goes to the hospital for a week. He looks super guilty in he's, that photo alone. No, that's his friend. Oh, okay, that's not him. Yeah, wait his friend for looks guilty. Yeah, he's guilty of something. Wait for this. So the guy, his his girlfriend faints. They have a two year old and a brand new infant. Right? She faints, so she goes to the hospital. She's standing there for a week, which is like already like all right, chill. Like have a fucking Pedialyte. But then while she's in the hospital, he's watched. He throws the infant like across the room onto the master bed. Like he's just like who the guy or the, the, the father? The father. The father to the lady. Yes. The baby, uh, he takes the baby to the hospital the next morning, and it died. They call his friend in as a character witness, <laughs> um, and he can't stop flirting with the jurors. <laughs> Some people are like that, man. They just spit in game nonstop. <laughs> like, even people in the case were going, like, uh, it was all wrapped up. Like... It was fine, and then he, this guy's like his friend caused a mistrial because he was trying to fuck. Oh, it was a mistrial? Yeah, they they caused a mistrial because of like a, whatever it's called, the conflict of interest. Because now 
It's like, we don't know if she was picking up on his advances, all this and that. Where People are like, it's bullshit. It's not a mistrial. And then other, obviously the other side is like, I think it was a textbook mistrial. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's go for it. Let's go for it. <laughs> Completely unexpected. So I guess he... Um, they uh he like ran into her in the hall. He he's like, "Yo, oh, you I'm on that uh the so and so case." And they're like, "Oh, oh." And he's like he's like something like uh, you know, just started spitting thicker than a bowl of oatmeal lines. And then um the judge looks actually interested based on that photo? Yeah, no, she's a baddie. Where is she at? She's is that got her the one picture who got gangbanged in her chambers. No, she wishes. What's her name? Jane Diane jo- Oh, Judge Knight <laughs> Jane. Diane Drazinski. Polak broad. All right. She uh she was uh <laughs> she, she was uh, not amused. Uh the man was called to the courtroom and admonished by Drzinski, who said she believed the man knew she was on the jury. She threatened to hold him in contempt of court and ban him from the courthouse until the completions of deliberations. She's basically like, he shot himself in the foot. Like this whole thing was done. His friend would have got off with a slap on the wrist, you know, negligence being stressed out or whatever loophole you're going to get out of like killing your infant on like people get all the time like you don't get life in prison for like shaking baby syndrome you're just yeah. like an ignorant parent new parent you but, were just high on meth and your baby wouldn't be quiet <laughs> yeah but now the prosecution's like i guess we get another chance oh. and to be this guy where you're like they're calling in my boy like yeah i've been friends with him since we we're in campers <laughs> like, he's got my back this is gonna be great like he's he's you know He's got the gift to gab. He throws the charm Too on a much, little. Too much, yeah. Yeah, and then he gets in the courtroom and can't stop flirting with juror number seven. Yeah, let me tell you, honey baby. Let me tell you, dude. Can you imagine like just being in like uh, what like temporary hold at the courthouse when they like, hey, it's a mistrial. Your buddy couldn't keep his dick in his pants. Like I'm like, I know what I'm using my next phone call for. Yeah, that's the friend that always is like. Uh, you guys make plans, and then some chick hits him up, and he bails. It's like, come on, we're going to go do something. You can fuck that girl anytime. <laughs> um, we threw out everything, she said. The juror said, we lost a child. We get that. He's so angry. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, nothing much than that, but I, I can't imagine being a character witness in your friend's trial. Also, bow tie. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Guaranteed he does not know how to tie a bow tie. That's a clip-on bow tie. That's a clip-on bow tie. Or he had his like wise, like his sage uncle do it for him. He's like, come over here, young blood. Let me tell you something about character witnessing. Yeah, and he just come. He's you like, yeah, wanna, I just want the fuck. That's it. It matches my pants. When they asking you questions, you're gonna want to look off to the right, and everybody sitting in that little box, try and fuck him. Yeah, because his uncle's actually been in the box, like trying to fight for his freedom for something he was framed <laughs> of by framed. You know, a white cop tried to frame him, and he had to fight for his life. And this guy's just like, meh. I'm gonna try to get some pussy. Court's boring. Court is pretty boring. <laughs> and the, the the woman he was hit on said, I don't think it should have been a mistrial. It was no big deal. What caused the concern is the juror's husband wrote a letter to the judge being like, hey, is this safe? <laughs> like, is this fine? And he's like, no, no, he's just a witness. Like, he's not the actual guy. He's like, yeah, but I don't, I mean, my wife's just got jury duty in the mail. Now, two weeks later, this guy's like flirting with her and it's causing shit. Well, especially if it's a long trial. I mean, she's got a room. You know, right by the court. She's yeah. staying at like a Radisson. Oh, he can yeah, cruise dude. by and he's probably staying at the same hotel, maybe. By the way, did you know all courtyard Marriott's have courtyards? Oh, and yeah. he's like, Oh, say say <laughs> word, baby girl. I guess he's twenty seven, she's in her forties, and she's quoted saying, I don't think it should have been a mistrial. It was no big deal. We were this close to getting him off. She's more just like confused. She's like, Why did he do that? Like But because he was I guess there's three separate charges. 
and they're basically saying like, oh, we don't. We thought he didn't know what he was doing. Basically. He's not a good friend. It's court so. talk. Um. Uh, and then everybody, and then it's just like quoting. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the article. Actually, they're just quoting like all the people like in the courthouse. I guess like the actual red tape where they're going like. Like, you guys don't know how much work it is to, like, put a case together, like, schedule these days. Yeah, like, yeah. They're just more, like, upset on a logistic angle. We have to filter through a bunch of people to get our 12. We, yeah. Yeah, we have to, yeah. This is, like, a this is a long process, and now we got to, like, do it all over again because fucking, because your BFF couldn't keep it in his trousers. Seems like an insane reason to, uh, but, you know. Uh, oh, here we go. A 40-year-old male female juror who is the... F- Four person and wearing a seated juror badge reported to the judge a man approached her while she was in the hallway during a lunch recess on the case. The man said he was Anthony's homeboy <laughs> and asked her if she was married. She asked him his age and told her 27. She replied she's 40 and married. I like that. They put that in there. She's like, how old are you? He's like, I'm 27. She's like, oh, I'm 40 and married. Yeah. <laughs> just like, hey, just so you know, bud. I also got this seated juror badge. I take my civil duties seriously. Those are the worst friends to have, too, where... They'll just hit on, and like they don't give a fuck if the lady's married. It's like, just leave this poor woman alone at the bar. Yeah. Like, she'll, if she wants to cheat on her husband, she'll let you know. Oh, oh, I think more than any other woman out there. But for the time being, a married woman will let you know. Leave this lady alone. Yeah, leave this lady alone. This is. <laughs> at the time, the woman told the judge who questioned her in open court, I think he was just trying to get to know me, know who I was. Uh, Interaction wouldn't impact the case. I would not change or affect our decision of what's going on here. So basically, she's just like a typical 40-year-old woman. She's like, yeah, he, like some guy tried to flirt with me. Like, it's no big deal, guys. I'm a woman. She it literally ha- is yeah. quoted saying no it big deal. It happens every single day of my life. I'd like to see a picture of this juror, though. Yeah, well, I mean, she's saying no big deal. I mean, women get flirted with constantly. Yeah, but I mean, I've seen like the guys or the chicks that guys whistle at it like a taco truck, so... Well, or just dudes who she doesn't will, uh, have to be a looker, like the Facebook flirting people do. Like when you just look at any random woman's Facebook page, it's like you're really trying to spit game via Facebook. Facebook, yeah. you know, it works for some people. Yeah, I suppose. All right, uh, what do you got? I got a. What do I got? I got a. It's gloves off. <laughs> it was a hats off last week. Now it's a gloves off. Same top. Same topic. Uh, I gave coronavirus the hats off last week because it was all going down in Washington and the toilet paper shortage. Okay. I went to go get a prescription filled today at Target. It was like, boom, need some mayonnaise. Need some paper towels. As you do. Need some kitty litter. Went to go grab them all. There was only one two-pack of paper towels left. Mm Mm-hmm. Wasn't that they were out? I didn't need, I don't really need more than two for the time being. It's the price gouging that's upsetting me. You and then it's like it's also the cheap paper towels where you you think they're softer, but it's just because they roll it looser. Or you think it's the same size? Like, like you buy that, yeah, you buy that stuff where it's like Bounty is going to last you a while. Yeah, I get this weird like smart. They'll be like smart shopper, and it's like no, you're a dumb shopper. Yeah, and I just don't like it. I only have two rolls of paper towels now. I get okay, toilet paper is gone because I was thinking about why people would go nuts on toilet paper. I read an article. Uh, Vice Australia just went to a Costco and interviewed all these people. Why, like, hey, hey, you, why are you buying so much toilet paper? The majority of the people just said, kind of like, well, everyone else is. Yeah. So I'm going. No to. one knows why. And then a couple of people were just like, I'm just out of toilet paper. Costco only sells it in a 24 pack. I'm buying <laughs> it in a 24 pack. But most of the people were just like, I really don't know. 
everyone's doing it, so I'm also going to do it. I think what might have happened, because Australia actually ran out. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why everything's so expensive in Australia. Yeah. It's an island. You have to import like 80% of Same with Hawaii. Like when I, when I went to Hawaii, I was like, holy, oh yeah. Just didn't think about it. Yeah, All yeah. Right, they got to ship sense. everything in. But Australia just straight up ran out, and that probably just like trended on Twitter. And then everybody thought like paper, toilet paper was going to run out. But yeah, unless you're being like excommunicated in like the 1300s, I don't need... It wasn't even toilet paper in the 1300s. You don't really need it that much. I, that's, that's my whole thing, because I'm in Eagle Rock, California, at a Target... What do it's all these like housewives who are bored and scared and they buy it all, but the only thing I could think they of they buy too much. Because we talked about it last week. Coronavirus does not give you diarrhea. Only thing I could think of is if they're scared, they're going to get quarantined, they want enough for two weeks. But like I've run out of toilet paper before. It's not a big deal. You move to paper towels, then you move to Kleenex. Then if that doesn't work, wipe your ass with a washcloth and you wash it. Yeah. Or just use the shower. Yeah, I did that. Uh, and wash your asshole with the shower. Two years ago, I was in a bit of a financial pinch, and I just showered after every time I shit. Yeah. You don't, just, have to, you don't have to like do a full soap and go, but hit the hot spots and jam. Use a book you're never going to read again. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> Uncle the, John's bathroom Like, reader. if I was quarantined for two weeks, not having toilet paper wouldn't be the biggest concern. I shit once a day. Yeah, no. It's eat, I'm How about how about you just eat more fiber so you knock off some clean shits where you don't really need to wipe anyway? How about that? How I come was, fiber uh, sales aren't going up? I was at Smart and Final yesterday. Me and my girlfriend were loading everything in the trunk. Just like three bags and a couple cases of LaCroix, right? Yeah. It's a trip with a cart. Wipe your ass with LaCroix. Just pour it on your ass. It's essenced. Yeah. It Why does your ass taste like mango? Why is my ass essenced like yeah. mango? Um but we're just loading up the car, and she's like, and some lady's like, "Don't forget the toilet paper," and I, I just like, I just shot her like, I it wasn't like a deliberate thing. I just couldn't hide what was on my face. <laughs> I was just like, first of all, don't spread this filth. Yeah. Also, don't talk to me. You know, I'm in a parking lot. Like this is a, a city. You know what I mean? Unless it's like s- something friendly or like you yeah, got. Look at this guy. It's gonna go somewhere. And don't he's just gonna, go. Hey, I'm 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 clearly already done with all my shopping. You think I'm gonna? If anything, you just pissed me off because now I got to go back into the store. Yeah. Well, and I guess people are hiring extra security guards to monitor people. Uh oh. Long Beach has its first three cases. I read that because they do a bunch of cruise ship stuff. Where Nick Cage was born. Born. Nick Cage was born there. He probably so they got is. what. L.A. County with 19 cases in L.A. County. So this is what I don't... We covered this in the cruise episode. Yeah. They had to stay either on the ship for two more days and finish quarantine, or you get flown back to the U.S. and stay in a full two-week quarantine. You got to start quarantine over. They flew everybody back, and they were like, all right, go home. There you go. Yeah, or like, how are they going to monitor them? COVID-8 involved... Yeah, clearly... Northern oh, this is Italy. the whole breakdown. Yeah. Okay, so here's the latest breakdown of COVID-19 cases in Los Angeles County. Also, I don't like how they're trying to rebrand COVID. Call it the yeah, corona. we've been calling it corona for a long time. Chill. So eight involve a... What? Eight involve a group of travelers who visited northern Italy where the coronavirus has been widespread. Two are connected to close contact with coronavirus patient. Two are Los Angeles International Airport workers. First of all, if you work at the air... Like... Oh, my God. You work at the airport. Just stay inside for a week. Yeah, I dude, I went to the DMV and Bro, all Grubhub. the DMV. You think DMV employees are miserable normally? Oh, Imagine them with face masks on. Jesus Christ. Two connected coronavirus patient uh, to our Los Angeles International Airport workers, which I already hated you before I read this. The airport workers? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If you work, I don't care if it's the jack-in-the-box. If you work 
at the airport or even the weird like subsidiary satellite restaurants and hotels, go fuck yourself. Yeah, they're the worst. They're they're just miserable. It's like they work at the DMV, but it's an airport. Well, could you imagine if you work at Burger King, but you also have to walk like two miles every day? Yeah, and then do or, like, deal with go all the security break. every yeah, day. And, yeah, I just want to smoke a fucking cigarette, man. Yeah, like, chill. One person who traveled from Japan, one lived in Wuhan. Well, kill that guy. One came from a conference in Washington State. One case of unknown origin. Two traveled from foreign countries where the virus is spreading in the community. To foreign country, like, okay, you got to be a little more specific. Domestically, one traveled domestically to a region where the virus is spreading in the community. Like, just stay inside. Yeah, ha- hang out with uh, people as little as possible. There are winners in this. Like, uh, Purell is a winner. Yeah, yeah. Charmin is a winner. Well, the I movie, think... the movie, the guy who made Contagion is a winner because <laughs> out of nowhere, I bet you everyone's watching that. I bet, I bet you Cabin yeah. Fever's getting a lot. Twenty of love. days later, twenty. Any of those are getting love that normally wouldn't. I think. I don't think they had a. I mean, not to go conspiracy. But I think it could be possible that once they started picking up and they're like, like Purell didn't have their hands in like those uh, like little tweet farms where they're like, just make Purell stream or uh, trend rather. You know what I oh, mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, like if you work for Charmin, it's like, oh yeah, if, if there's some type of outbreak, Who outbreak the sh- movie with Cuba. Oh, outbreaks in the mix too. I had outbreak written down as well. <laughs> Oh, I can watch it on Netflix. Cool. Oh, fuck yeah. It's on yeah, a subscription. Yeah, anything. Yeah, and that's got Dustin Hoffman, too. But uh, I think, I mean, it, it is a trip because they canceled South by Southwest. Also, they're going to cancel all of them. hate to break it to you, but they canceled K-Rock's April Fool's Day comedy show. Is like, that what they call it? Isn't there a... I don't. Don't they have like a fun name yeah, for it? Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> but they, they also canceled... McDonald's canceled their worldwide convention, which I didn't even know they did worldwide conventions. What, so they can come up with the next, uh, let's put the M upside down for Women's Day? Yeah, exactly. And the one the one thing I'm proud of, I'm also disappointed, uh, opening day for the Dodgers is on the 27th, and I thought, oh, because before this was a big thing, the tickets were over $100. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, these tickets are going to get cheap. Uh-huh. I'm going to go to the opening day. I haven't heard anything from major no, sports. No, tickets are more expensive than they were before the <laughs> outbreak. Dodger fans are for real. They're like, I don't give a fuck. I'll just drink uh, Estrella Jalisco. Yeah, they're yeah they're not even they're like coronavirus. Well, this is a Modelo Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah. I remember I, I last time I went to a Dodger game, the guy's like Estrella, who the fuck decided that? Yeah. <laughs> Just like I didn't even turn turn around and see what it was. Budweiser did because that's their Corona. Yeah, but um, and they probably own Corona as well, or they're owned by like Coors. I, I think, think they own Modelo. Yeah, they, yeah, because they don't have Corona Dodger games. Either. No, they're Cor- Modelo I think, people. I think Corona's a Coors. I always want to get Australia thinking it's going to be cheaper, but then it's like, no, it's the same as Modelo. It's like, why the fuck would I touch? Well, it's cheaper than you go to get like Golden Road. That's like $14 for a 12 ounce. Yeah. Uh, suck my dick. But uh, this could be unprecedented, though, because um, cause we got baseball opening day. Mm-hmm. That's at least outdoors, you know, so some of the germs can go up into the ether. But NBA playoffs are coming up next month. Yep. NHL playoffs are coming up next month. Mm-hmm. Then it's followed by Kentucky Derby. That's pretty big. Whatever the big golf tournament is, I can't. Uh, you kind of hope it spreads at Kentucky Derby. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I mean, as long as it doesn't hurt the horses. Who would want to go to Kentucky? I mean, anyone from <laughs> Kentucky? <laughs> Shit, I forgot. Super producer. Um, and then, I mean, the real question is: We got the Olympics this summer, mm-hmm. and the Olympics are in Tokyo. 
We, get, we got gloved <laughs> off. We got gloved He's off from the producer's board. The producer's cutting our feed. We're done. See you guys. But uh, here's what I was reading, though. Uh, the Olympic basketball team, which is, consists of all professional athletes in the NBA. Yeah. Their plan was to go fly to Shanghai, train there for a while mm-hmm. until they acclimate to the drastic time change, and then go to Tokyo. That's for sure not happening, right? Yeah. And I would guess a lot of players are going to drop I'd out. go straight to Nippon, fool. Okay. Just hang out. I mean, why not? I mean, people, J- Japanese people wear masks when it's like a nice day out. Yeah, there yeah. No they're, they're wearing spread. them at the beach, yeah. Yeah. Like, so I'm sure uh, you're probably safe over there. Yeah. How many cases are in Japan? There's a good amount. There's 45 in India. I'm looking at There's that. There's a ticker. lot in China. Canada has less than 100. They're chilling. Uh, Japanese COVID. Most cases. of Africa, I mean, they have their own issues. There, but um, most of Africa's in good shape as far as coronavirus goes. Not in good shape. All right, let's. Okay. Uh, let's see. There's two in Japan. Probably. Oh, really? I thought it was more than that. And the population of Japan is 126 million. So they have like a third. Of the population of the U.S. Because I'm also assuming, because the U.S. census doesn't count for Mexicans. And they're probably yeah, super strict. Like Their census is probably... 350 million yeah, on the books? Yeah, I think we're at like 320 on the books. Yeah. So we're really looking at like 400, I'm thinking. <laughs> probably. L.A., they say, is 20 million. And we cram them in, too. I mean, that's not I counting. remember looking at the census, and it was like, L.A., it's like... Uh, like 4 million Mexican out of 20 million. And I was like, have you ever been to LA? Who did this census? Yeah. It's at least 50%, dude. Yeah, I watched like a 20-minute news thing about how important the census is, but no one is willing to like answer their doors or answer the phones. They just get hung up on right away. And it's like, yeah, we do not have a good gauge of the population. Yeah, I got a call from Pacifica, California the other day. (laughs) This better be Taco Bell. I got one on the... Yeah, this better be that Taco Bell. I got one on the way here. Never seen in my life. It just said... Possible spam. Yeah. that's. I've never said that. Probably. I, I got those uh, texts because I'm on like, you know, different news sites and stuff. They just have your number. So I got the Bloomberg text. I got the Bernie text. Yeah. And I was like, does, I'd like, does this work for anybody? We're like, oh, yeah, I forgot to donate to this guy I truly believe in. Well, it's the like, same thing with chill. I, I mean, maybe the debates work for a little bit because it seemed to help Biden a lot. But he also, but it's one of those like when I watch all those debates online or people People can write the truest, worst stuff about Trump, but you're not swaying anyone's minds. You're just going to no. get likes from the people who agree with you. Yep. And people who go in who will be like, who like Trump will be like, shut up, leave this country. Dude, four not more years. Deal. They're sandbagging Bernie again. Super Tuesday, they fucked him. Oh, they fucked him hard. They fucked him hard. Biden was like, no in one the else last can beat place. him. That's what they think. They're like, let's get Bernie out. It's like, no, everybody wants Bernie because he's the only guy that can beat him. Seven, it was three days of 24 7 MSNBC. CNN news cycle. They were bashing Bernie hard. They were like, they were truly mocking him. They showed one. I was watching one thing. They showed a Bernie speech, and the the CNN uh, uh, anchor guy was just like, uh, doesn't seem to have the same pep he used to. He doesn't like like, seventy eight. Yeah, (laughs) chill. Yeah, that's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And yeah, like we said last week, if anything, let Bernie in just for the debates with Trump. But what's weird, back to the sports thing. Let, no, at this point, let Hillary do it. Just kick her ass again. <laughs> Just take that L, son. Uh, <laughs> the weird thing about the sports thing is, let's say this truly becomes an unbelievable epidemic, wipes out a third of our country. Oh, 
Fingers crossed. Sports are the sports is how we kind of get back in the game after a big loss. Like, you know, 9-11 happens and Bush throwing out the pitch. All right. Bush is going to throw out the pitch. We're going to watch us a fucking Yankee game. What's more American than a Yankee game? What if there are no sports? Um, yeah, you just got to make sure like, I can't cause, cause they can play them without, well, that's why like, okay. So like there's like natural thinnings out of hum- humanity, right? The natural disasters, earthquakes are indiscriminate, you know, uh, tsunamis actually you, rich people are more likely to get fucked cause they live the c- very closest to the water. Earthquakes. It's the opposite though. Port like the reason Haiti is so affected by a small earthquake is because they don't have... Oh, no, but I'm saying it's indiscriminate. So if LA gets rocked by, like, a 9.0 tomorrow, doesn't matter if you have a mansion or an apartment, like, you're getting fucked. But, like, a disease is a nice one where it only takes out the dregs. You know what I mean? Super athletes. so, yeah. People who are, like, super athletes, uh, people who are working on, like, the Large Hadron Collider, they're not worried about it. They're like, no, I just wash my hands. Don't let people cough in my mouth. Yeah, I'm gonna take my. It's about it. I'm just. Yeah, I'm gonna have my butler go. That is one thing I like about Corona is I can just be rude to people in public. Oh, okay. just because every it's up in the air. Everybody knows about it. Even people that don't speak English. I'm like, hey, cover your mouth. And he goes, oh shit, my bad. Like, Back off. People legit like, oh, because sh- if I say it, I said it at Ross yesterday, and people just turn. He's like, oh shit, everyone's against me. Yeah, <laughs> my bad, dude. Sorry. Um, it's like you can't just be coughing into the air right now, man. That's true. That's that's a bad sign. Especially not in a Ross dress. I've seen enough less. TikTok videos to show not that we should not. <laughs> but you know, I didn't know about that because I was thinking about just because they would still have the NBA Finals with no people in it. That actually happened in 2015. There was um, basically riots in Baltimore in 2015, mm-hmm. and they, the White Sox were supposed to play the Orioles, and they postponed like two or three games. And finally, they're like, fuck it. We don't have room in the schedule. We can't postpone another game. So the Orioles played the White Sox with no one in the stands. No fans. It was only it was only press who was there. Fuck, I think I remember that. I, had, I just read about it today for the first time. And they were saying, like, on the TV broadcast, you could hear, like, what people were saying in the dugout. Because normally yeah. there's so much noise around them. Like, it was just such a weird... Even the White Sox, they lost by six runs. And they're like... The whole thing was so weird for us. We just we didn't play right or something like that. Oh yeah, good. Also, I mean, it's like, I, it's not the exact same, but like doing stand up, like the bigger the crowd, and once you start going, like it feeds itself. It's this like you know a back and forth almost. Yeah, yeah. Which I imagine like if you're a, like like four pitches away from a perfect game, it's probably the crowd that helps you do it. Where you're like, I am the fucking man. Yeah, or they say it's so noisy up. you can't hear anything. But yeah, pure silence, like. You you knock out a grand slam and you don't hear you know you just hear like a few guys clapping. Woo! It's just high school again. Yeah, I guess the, they said the press box was had like three times the normal amount of people, but other than that, so there were only like press there. That's it. That's wild. Yeah. Well, get your act together, Baltimore. When was the Wire? That show ended in like 2006. Yeah. You guys that, still that. can't get your fucking act together. Eh, I mean, I don't know if that show helped or not, but it made people like the Wire a lot. It made me dislike Baltimore. I'll tell sure, you that much. Sure. I'm like, even the politicians are in on it? Golly. Garchetti had a... You're telling me it's the whole system that Car- has to come down? Garchetti was an idealist, and then he just became a dickhead. Oh, dude. Even McNulty had to break some rules. A lot. Uh, and some necks. All right. What else we got? Um, I have... Ooh. Yeah, that's a good one. Another hats off. Hats off to you, sir. Wait, you did the last one, right? Yeah, you're up, baby. Yeah, I did the juror. So this guy um, in India, I was trying to. I did some googling, trying to figure out where, because it's from the Hindustan Times, and I was trying to figure. out, I was like, I, 
I'm pretty smart. I would have heard of Hindustan. Turns out it's just what like a lot of the world calls India. Okay, so just racist. Yeah, yeah, it's just India. Huh. And that's where I on down on the bottom they have the counter. COVID nineteen world, one hundred and fourteen thousand, India forty five. There's just <laughs> they just got it like a score ticker. There's like, a uh, comedian named Ashok something that I I had to bring on stage a few times and he told me to call him the Hollywood Hindu. Oh, that's not bad. Big Trump supporter. It doesn't compare to like the Blanco Bronco or ba- Borg Bangley, but Ooh. this part of the world is getting wild. So um the cops, uh, this guy was like pulled over for something and the cops seized his car. Yeah. And then like a couple weeks later, he's just like chilling at home and he gets like a notification. He's got like an app that's going, hey, your, your car's cruising around. Is that you? Like a security thing? One of these new high tech cars. I even like Buicks have it now. We can like unlock it from a mile away through the yeah, app. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Shit like that. Um, so he sees his cars go, uh, driving around. He's like, this should be in an impound yard. So let me just lock it. <laughs> and he's Ferris Bueling his car. <laughs> There's, I guess, two cops just took his car for a spin. They're like, oh, this is a new SUV. This thing's pretty dope. Apparently, it's got nice features that they don't know about. Yeah. They get like 10 miles away, and he just locks them in the car in like a rural area. Oh, that's cool. So you that's, hit a button, that's and it, wonderful. it brings you to a halt and locks the, locks you inside. So they were just like, uh, there's just two cops in the middle of nowhere. Um, could not get out of this fucking car. So it's kind of like the move, like when uh, three policemen, when uh, like I'm in the bathroom and my lady's playing music, and then I change it on the Spotify, you know, just yeah. to some ridiculous song <laughs> that I know no one's gonna like. That's uh, a that's a baller move. I mean, oh, wait, 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 anyone wait. would do that. That's a miscarriage of justice. After the owner located the car at Nye Bosti Village in Lakhimpur, Kerry, located 143 kilometers away. Damn. It's not even that cool of a car. No, but it's like a new Volvo or something. Yeah, it looks like a Buick. Or it's India. You know, they probably get like those Chinese cars where it looks exactly like a Jeep, but they're like, it's not Jeep. (laughs) Yeah. You lie. Um, Dude, India, 45 cases. But I think they've got a billion over there. Yeah, they got a lot of them. I mean, if you extrapolate, that's the same uh, number as Japan. Let's see. Action will be taken against the guilty. Yeah, absolutely. And it's India. They'll cut their heads off or something. I guess it depends on what part of India. Well, they're cops, so they're not going to, you know, it's going to be a lesser punishment. You got to back your boys. The Brotherhood's alive in India, isn't it? Yeah, they have the police caste. What's that? The, how they have the caste system in India. Oh, God. Okay. There's like <laughs> serfs and then like the warrior class. Then there's the Blue Brothers. Then police are in there. Yeah, the yeah. Blues. Uh, That's what actually, Sikhs do now because they don't have wars anymore. So the Sikhs are just cops. I haven't watched it yet, but I believe it's on Amazon Prime. They have a Indian cops. Oh, yeah! I really want to oh. watch it. I have not yet, dude. I I get bummed out because I love America, and then you watch like live PD, and you're like, oh god, dude, stop showing the shitty parts. Like yeah. you forget how awful some parts of this country are. I cannot imagine India. I want to see it. There's got to be. Oh my god. Because, yeah, they they had that Canadian cops under arrest, which is exactly what you expect. It's like, oh, a bunch of drunk people in denim with mullets. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. The, f- the What is it? Patrol? On patrol? Was the can- Canadian cops? Under arrest. Under arrest. <laughs> the first episode is just a guy just harassing kids. He's like, whoa, put down your weapon. It's clearly like six children in Halloween costumes, just like outside of a Rite Aid. He's like, put it down. <laughs> put it down. He's like, what? Um... The Alaska one's the best because they like pull you over and like give you a ticket if you don't have a gun in the car. 
Yeah, there. Yeah. We, what if you th- got caught out here, bud? There aren't that many of us out here. You got to protect yourself. <laughs> so uh, that's about it. If you're a cop, this Big Brother works t- fucking both ways. Tech is on our side. You wanna you wanna use these Stingray programs? I'm gonna bait car your ass. Ooh, uh, I forgot about bait car. Gloves off to you, bait car. <laughs> you ever seen the bait car where the guy just drives around with a door open? No. He's just driving around the neighborhood like five miles an hour, and the cops are all chasing him. And everybody's like, that's a bait car. And he's like, I know, I'm not stupid. He's just riding around with the, keeping the driver's door open, just teasing the cops. And they couldn't really get him with anything. They're like un- unlawfully moving property that wasn't his. <laughs> it's like, it's like y'all were watching me. I didn't steal anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a good one. He, I, like, I like a criminal who really knows the law. And also, you got to like the show, because their true color show, where they're like, they don't, like, here out here with the officers, defining that thin blue line. But then it's like when the cops get made to look like assholes. It's like you guys air that too. Like you don't care. That's cool. I like that. <laughs> You're not taking anyone's side. Cop, you just have to be on the cop side for the show to exist. Yeah, I was listening to an interview with the creators of Cops on a on a radio show one time, and the host of the radio show said, uh, "Do you air everything, or do you have like footage that will never air because you arrest way more black people than white people?" <laughs> and they were like, "We have a lot of footage in the vault because we're trying to keep." A ratio going. Yeah, yeah. A ratio. A ratio. I, I don't think I ever saw a black guy picking up a prostitute. It was always those guys with like the aviator 90s reading glasses. Yeah. You know real I mean? nerds where you felt so bad because there were such nerds. It was like, you guys can't get laid. Yeah, yeah. It's not- Let this one happen, dude. Yeah, those are the worst ones. Um, All right, what do you got? I got a gloves off. Well, it's a guy I kind of love, but uh, I got a gloves off to my boy Corey Feldman. The Fell Dog? Just so everyone knows, his documentary, My Truth, The Rape of Two Corys, comes out tonight, 9 p.m. It's a live stream worldwide. And they they only stream it once, and he has to get enough pay-per-view so that he can air it again. Ooh, okay. Which, by the way, it's a video file. Just hit live on YouTube, and it's free. His whole thing is like... Listen, man, we have like the server space and we have to do a pay-per-view. He's so full of shit. <laughs> he's dude. such a cocksucker. He's he's such a cocksucker. I guess I never really dug into his interviews, but this is an article I, you, I found. I'm gonna name like six guys and you're definitely gonna know who one of them is. I fucked up the picture because I had it in a weird mode, but it's the headline is Corey Feldman wants to expose Hollywood's darkest secrets. Why isn't anybody listening? And then this is the photo he took to accompany the article. <laughs> it's him shirtless, dressed like fucking Liberace with aviator glasses Ascension on. Millennium, dude. He also released a song to go oh. with the movie, which I have not listened to yet, but it's out. The trailer, <sighs> it's a minute and a half trailer, and it shows nothing. Yeah, you sent it to me. It's I was like, I watched you know, it like six times, and I, I like showed my girlfriend. I was like, what's going you on? You know like when they make the trailer for like... Let's say like a big like let's say a Batman movie, but Batman's not coming out for two years, and the trailer just all words. Teaser. Yeah, it's just like it literally just shows like the Bat logo and some sentences about how his parents died or something. That's the entire trailer. His sights down. His sights down. Yeah. Well, that's probably good for him then. No, yeah, yeah, that's probably for traffic. See, all of the servers couldn't keep up, man. Of course, it's going to go down. He's probably like getting, I don't know. He's probably getting like GoDaddy to make the website for him. <laughs> I mean, he's been going around big time because this is what I realized he I said. I went to Squarespace. He said he went to make the movie, the Lifetime movie that we've talked about. And the lawyer said, A you tale of two. Co- also, you can't use real names. And then he wrote a biography. Yes. And then they, he said he had to change the rapist names again. 
Mm-hmm. And now he's going to release all the names. His, six names. He said six names. His name was uh, Steven uh, Spielschmerg. Schmielmerk. Schmielmerk. Uh, also, I love his reality show is The Two Corys. Never seen. I really want to. Just the YouTube clips are about all you need. You get the highlights. If you already know, they're kind of back and forth. Because there's just like, I think the t- number one video on YouTube, if you look it up, from the reality show, is just like... You invite you or Corey Ham's just like you uh, introduced me to your friend and he raped me. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's just like and then Corey Feldman just like deflecting everything. He's just one of the biggest pieces of shit. Well, he talks about that in his book where he's saying like the only reason that that guy fucked him was he was like, hey, man, let's hook up. Let's hook up. Don't you have any friends? I'm not gay, but don't you have any guy friends? (laughs) And then he goes, yeah, fine. Call this guy. And then in the book, he's like, I didn't think you would actually do it. Even though Corey was 14 and this man was 47 or something. <laughs> and it's like, I didn't realize what a psycho narcissist he was. And you know, it's a trip too. I'm going to get these numbers off. But uh, apparently, Corey Feldman's favorite number was 22. Uh-huh. Corey Haim's favorite number was 222. This is when I stopped watching the movie. Corey Feldman is uh, had a passing interest in numerology at the age of fourteen when they met. I've always had a passing interest in yeah, numerology. Yeah, I got that from that uh, from that audio book that I heard some ep- excerpts of. But so he released the trailer, not the movie, but he released the trailer on two two twenty. Yes, and apparently, shit. This is where I'm going to get screwed up with how he how he figured out the math. Like, uh, they did exactly. 12 movies together and then he used some he used some other mm-hmm. number to add to it but it was like no they did nine movies together three shows but i went on amazon prime and just typed in everything Corey Haim has they made a lot of straight to video like like they did like porky's seven or something they were the like only that. two of the original cast that were in lost boys 2 wasn't that a big clip on the two Corys? they were going to make it like one of the Corys broke the news to the other Corey that they weren't going to put them in it but they're also in Lost Boys 3 and 4, I think. Yikes. Um, TV show, The Two Corys. Okay. The self-written, directed, and produced movie of both of their lives, A Tale of Two Corys. Got it. I'm the documentary up. that drops tonight, The Rape, Rape of, two, of Corys. two Corys. Like, show some creativity, you piece of shit. And then his book is Choreography. <laughs> in that... um. Uh, the the movie though the biopic if you will sure that's why I stopped watching I was like I need to wait and like watch this with somebody I know I got yeah because uh they go when they meet when they're like twelve at the beach Feldman's just also everything cool comes from Feldman nothing was ever Haim's idea in the movie because he's dead and I'm writing the movie but he's like I'm Jewish you're Jewish my favorite number is twenty two your favorite number is twenty two. My favorite color is blue. Your favorite colors. They just listed like seven things. And he's like, you're right, man. We should be best friends for life. And then they did like a predator handshake. Something no human would ever do. It's no, like, yeah. Yeah, cool. You you have a pool and a big trampoline. I'm going to be friends with you. Yeah, exactly. It's the most asinine. You got to get over and watch that. Oh, cannot wait. Um, <laughs> just throwing his friend under the bus the entire time. That's my dilemma. I want to watch this you documentary. You raped you. So fucking bad. But there's no way I'm putting $20 in Corey Feldman's pocket. No, it'll be online tomorrow. I'll also, find it. remember how he was saying that? Like, the pedophile community. Like, remember how he got stabbed a couple Allegedly. years ago? Allegedly. With a syringe? Oh, I thought it was a knife. But he just got some big truck, just pulled over on the side of the road and stabbed him. Yeah. A few days ago, he tweeted a picture, like, 
he called them the wolf pack, right? The wolf yeah, pack yeah. came and uh, tried to stab me. And they're involved with like the up. Santa Barbara Sheriff's Department. For some reason, he got stabbed in the valley and drove to Santa Barbara to report it. Ah, well, Michael Jackson, ah, Michael Jackson, but Corey Feldman, yeah, is on Michael Jackson's side. He used all his dance moves, mm-hmm. but um, Michael did. Michael stole all of Corey's moves. Probably, I'm yeah. sure Corey gave me the idea when he was like four years old. Not a professional choreographer, uh-huh. by choreography, but I'm I'm upset because I want to listen to the whole audio book, <laughs> and I I downloaded because you know you can listen to audio books through the L.A. Public Library. Because, yeah. again, I do not want to support him, so I don't know what to do. Yes. Even with Audible, I don't want to give him whatever small amount he gets from Audible. But he was saying, like, three days ago, he posted a wolf mask on his front porch. <laughs> like, he came home from... He said, I've been really busy promoting the movie. I came home. There was a wolf mask on my porch. Oh, the pack's after you, dude. The pack's coming. Well, at this point... They might come in after us just for talking about it. I mean, it. there's a handful of people that, like, have died. Whether, like... I mean, whether you're, like, reporting on, like... The true story behind 9-11, I'm not even saying like conspiracy shit, but even like the weird shady dealings, like most of the money was made off of like office chairs and like plywood, Halliburton shit like that. You know, the guy that gets shot in the back of his head or, you know, he shoots yeah. himself in the back of the head rather or this and that. But then Corey Feldman, I'm just like, just fucking do it. So it I hope there is some weird dark hand out there at work that is like raping children since the... Uh, since you've been talking of about Hollywood. it for nine years? Yeah, no one cared. Like somebody would have got you by now. It's just, yeah, but then what well, makes all you he's do been things- doing is teasing it. He goes on every show for yeah. the last like eight years and just goes, "Hey, I got these secrets, but I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm not going to tell anyone." And then you got fifty-five minutes. Yeah, that's where we're at. We got to get off this pod, dude. I got to yeah, get home, dude. get my pay per view going. We are at a uh, fifty-five minutes. What about Barbara Walters? What about her? When she's like, "Don't you realize you're going to be damaging people's lives by outing them?" This was like two years ago with Corey. Yeah, Corey, oh, yeah, I forgot about Corey. that. Yeah, I remember. That's when that. he did like his like musical performance on like Good Morning America. Or I rewatched that the other day. Not as bad as I remembered. Do you watch both of them? Yes, they invited it. Everybody they made invited fun him. of him, so they invited him back. <laughs> well, um, I remember because I remember seeing it when it first came out and just being so embarrassed. And then I, I the watch it the second time. The dance moves are embarrassing, but the song is better than I remember. Some oh, of those yeah. angels have talent. That's all I'm saying. No, some of them are. Some of them are very, like, with it, where they're like, like, I moved out here to do this, and he does have the resources. He's got, For Christ's sake, he's got a restor- recording studio in his basement, so I have, I have to fuck him once a week to get my EP out and whatever. And the other girls are like, um, I think he's also God. Yeah. He's just like a Japanese <laughs> emperor. It's like, uh, religion and royalty are the same thing. He is the God King. He is the Son. And you're like, whatever. That's why they don't make lab coats for huge tats. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Remember when he showed up at the comedy store to Judge Roast Battle and he brought the three angels with him? Oh, I had to point you out. Yeah. That, that, I was like, yo, Feld's here. Then I lost my mind. <laughs> I'm not, not, this is uh, not trying to be a brag, but you see so many, so many random famous people at the comedy store. That was the only one that I've ever approached in my life where I remember I just walked on stage, walked off, high-fived them, and walked away because I'm like, I got to, man. <laughs> I got I got to. Oh, man. All right, I got one more, but it's going to take a while. We killed too much time this year. I, but I'll, I'll bring this one back for next week. It's evergreen. Do um, you have anything else you want to cover? I have a very quick update. Last, last week, I talked about how I'm getting daily Star Wars reminders. I've got some new ones. Okay, let's hear it. All right. Uh, I went to my therapist. I'll start with today. I went to my therapist today. 
digging through her like people magazines trying to find something good See, to now, read. Spencer, you're like Obi-Wan in this situation. No, but there was a Yoda book like in her <laughs> stack, like Yoda-isms or something. Yeah. I went to my niece's Little League game the day before on Sunday, and there was just a kid dressed like Darth Vader, which is fucking nuts. I feel like an old guy, but who just lets their kids dress like anyone, whether it's a Superman or any character on a normal day? That's for Halloween, Halloween only. You yeah. can wear it around the house like leading up to Halloween. But that's wild. Yeah, it depends on the age. And then my favorite one was when Bloomberg dropped out of the race, he still tweeted Donald Trump like a scene from Star Wars where I think uh, Darth Vader or like, uh, shit, I don't, I'm going to fuck it up and I'm not even fucking up on purpose, but let's just say Luke Skywalker like beats up Darth Vader really bad. Mm -hmm. And that was the clip of Bloomberg. And then Trump tweeted back a scene from Spaceballs where like the Darth Vader character is crushing Rick Moranis, (laughs) which is a way better one. Uh, yeah, but, but also, I bet you neither of those guys ever watched Star Wars. They're way older. They're no, way no, too old but for that. that's where like. But they know that's relevant in our exactly. An Whereas, intern had him that's do it, I right? Think a lot of what, like, yeah, what Trump did, like how he won, I think, was he delegated. So like Elizabeth Warren, like I have to get on TikTok. Whereas Trump goes, let me hire somebody who's good at TikTok. Yeah, absolutely. To just run my account. Yeah, shit like that. Where he's just like, you know, oh, what's the new like barstool sports meme like? Tweet something like that out. Whereas, or like, how Bernie was like, "Oh, I should go on Joe Rogan. Everyone likes Joe Rogan." Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna... Actually, like level with people because somebody was like, "Hey, man!" Like, was somebody in his campaign was like, "No, honestly, it's a big, it's a huge show. Like, you could do this." And yeah, that. I bet you initially Bernie was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And then he showed him the numbers. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh yeah, let's hop on the Rogan." Oh, it's got pod. more views in a month than all four like major news stations. Bernie's like kettlebelling and stuff, <laughs> chugging MCT oil, riding a werewolf, <laughs> doing fucking dips. Um. All right, so we look forward to uh, your Star Wars updates next week. Make sure you guys go to Hats Off, Gloves Off on Instagram at Hogopod. Follow at Robot Spencer, at Mitchell Fill Up, at Beam Jeremy for Super Producer Jeremy Beam. Make sure um, you send us an email or hit us up on any of those Instagrams to give us comments, corrections, suggestions, good old-fashioned hate mail, or um, penis pictures. Go exclusively to Spencer. We appreciate you for listening. Marry me.